Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Welcome to Rooted Deep. This is Reba Bowman. I'm here with my buddy Allison Hale, and we get together every week just to talk about things that hopefully anchor your soul, anchor your life, help you to have a great day. And we are drifting into the summertime, and uh, we've been kind of talking about some lighter topics lately. So today, Allison, you and I both love to read. So today we're going to kind of dive into the topic of beet reads because everybody kind of has those moments I think where we just gravitate I don't know what it is about the summer but we tend to gravitate into oh let's pick up a couple books and let's let's get a beach read in yeah and I think it's important because there are times where whether it's on vacation or whether um you're just you know taking a little bit of time off or it slows down the kids aren't hopefully in as many um activities uh, as they as usual, and so you might have some time to pick up a book or two, and and read. And I like to have a little bit of a lighter fare, especially if I'm on the beach or if I'm trying sure. to relax. I like to I like to have a several books going at the same time. Okay. I like to have you know a good um, almost like a devotional book, but then a good not you know I guess you could call it self help, maybe personal growth if you want to call it that yeah. type book, and then definitely some lighter uh, fiction or something just a little bit more, um, uh, just lighter, something that I'm not gonna, I'm not going to, uh, to get, I'm not going to want to like write lists down or make, make notes right. or, right. you know, my husband, one time we went, we were out on the Island. We were on a snorkeling trip and he had his book and he had a couple of highlighters and he had a legal pad and he had a manila folder. I'm not joking. He had a manila folder full of notes about the book. And he was sitting on the beach uh-huh. with his folder full of notes. And I'm like, that cannot be relaxing. But he relaxes differently. I'm like, you do that. That is fine. But he yes. was sitting under a coconut tree um, uh-huh. with his highlighters and all of his pens. And, um, you know, maybe some, I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it was a, um, uh, you know, a preset ministries where he needed some colored pencils or something, but he had like all of the office depot out there with that, his book. I'm like, I, that's not relaxing. Right. Right. And because I mean, when yeah. you think about beach reads, you just think about this yeah. kind of magically lounging on a sandy shore and you've got this captivating book that's whisking you away to yeah. a different place, maybe lighthearted, maybe entertaining, uh, but just something that kind of helps you forget about work uh helps you forget about problems you're trying to solve right now and hopefully is i think a lot of people use this word and i think it is so true an escape um yeah. oh, that's you know true, yeah. it is an opportunity to kind of dive into a book and if you've ever okay if you're a reader you know this if you've ever grabbed a great book and you've just fallen into the book i mean like you cannot put it down because yeah. you've just, I mean, it's got you. Uh, then you know that experience of just being able, just being captivated by a story. Yeah, exactly. And the first, um, the first author that I'm going to talk about, her first book that I ever read from her did that for me. I was, okay. I was on a bus, and I've mentioned this book before. I was on a bus and to the capital. I missed my stop because I was literally reading this okay. book. 
Yeah. And it was fascinating. Um, and it, it's a controversial book because people think, you know, oh, it's about missionaries. It must be a Christian book. Not a Christian book. It was just a book by Barbara mm. Kingsolver called The Poisonwood Bible. And it was just fascinating the way she looked at, you know, the cultures and everything. Well, then I've just picked up this year, I've just picked up two more of her books um, that has just drugged me into this story. And they're so, the stories are so interesting. Um, and it's about a mom and a, basically a baby that she gets by accident. Um, so it's by, it's by the same author, Barbara Kingsolver. The first book is The Bean Tree. And, uh, and I was like, what is this about? And so, but I already, I, I knew the author. So I'm like, I'm going to try this book. And it's about this girl who left Kentucky. She's going to, she's moving out West on her own. And uh, she comes back, she gets her, you know, she works a little bit and she's kind of doing little odd jobs to, to, to make some money. And she comes back to her car and somebody has put a Cherokee baby in her car. And all of a sudden she's, you know, a little girl from Kentucky that has a baby and she doesn't know what to do with it. And so then it's, um, and it's odd, the baby's been traumatized. And so um, it's when I say baby, it's like baby, maybe a year and a half to two years old. And so this story just drought, just these. And so she has this little pet turtle and that's so she starts calling her turtle. And it's so it's just Taylor and turtle driving down the road and um, driving down the road and they end up out West. And it's just this cast of characters that um, it's colorful. The people are just, they're just trying to survive. Um, and then in the second book, pig, um, pigs in heaven, which are they're all, always weird titles. Um, okay. It's about there is now a custody battle between this mom and her now six-year-old daughter um, and the Cherokee Nation. And, uh, and it's just so, there's so much drama to this book. And I just, I'm, I'm riveted because I'm like, oh, these poor, you know, these girls have survived everything. It was a young mom and her kid. And now, you know, the Cherokee, the whole entire Cherokee Nation is, is, is trying to get um, this baby back from, from this mom and, and, uh, and it's heartbreaking. And then it's just, it's a really good, it's a really good book because I don't, I mean, I do like easy reads. I'll say this is, it's an easy read for me because it's not like at the end of the day, I, like I said, I don't have to make a note about, um, but but at the same time, there's, there's some, there's some storylines in there that are kind of tough. I mean, you're talking about adoption, you're talking about childhood trauma, you're talking about, you know, these racial issues, these cultural issues. And so, so there's a little bit of meat to these books, but at the same Uh time, at the end of the day, when I close the book, I don't have a job to do. And I think that's when, when you're reading a self-help or a personal growth book, you close the book and now you feel like you have to make a change or that book didn't matter. Um, but these two, this, so I'm right smack. I'm almost at the end of the second, the second book in the series. And I have just enjoyed, it's like, I've fallen in love with these characters. Um, and the reason it's called, the first book is called the bean tree is because those are the first words that this child learns are just vegetables. And so everything she talks about is just vegetables. She just, she talks about (laughs) vegetables. And so every word out of her mouth. And so her mom has to figure out what she's trying to tell her. By the fact that she's talking about beans or broccoli or spinach or, and so, um, but that's the only, that's the only thing that made this child feel safe. And so it's a, it's a fascinating book because it's just a a young mom and a daughter trying to make it in the world in the, I think in the eighties, um, out, out, out in the Western part of the United States. And so they're in Arizona and they're, they're in, um, Southern California. And uh, so I think it's just an escape for me because it's, they're talking about places I've never been before. 
and they're talking about issues that I haven't, you know, that I haven't really mm-hmm. dealt with. And so I think it's really, I think that part right there is a good escape. So when you're looking for a good beach read, I think you need to find something that is going to be like, oh, okay, I didn't. And it's going to make you look at, maybe it's going to make you interested in, um, in that area of the world, or it's going to make you interested, more interested in, you know, um, so when we're talking about escape, I don't want to read a book about the Dominican Republic when I'm on vacation because I'm right. in the Dominican Republic. I don't want to read a book about maybe about, you know, Chattanooga, Tennessee, because that's where, you know, that's where I'm from. Yeah. Um, so you want to you want to escape to to another place and maybe even another time. I think that's, a, again, why I enjoy oh. this book, because it's not happening in 2020, 2022. It's happening in the in the 80s. And so I think that's another way when you're looking for books, you sh- you could pick times that, you know, maybe something in the past that, you know, okay, that, that era is, is interesting for me. And I've done that in the past with historical fiction. So those, those are the type of books that I really like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Um, because I, you know, I think I have this theory on like, if I'm going to the beach or if I'm just going to have an opportunity, I always want to read fiction because if I don't read fiction, I'm like, I'm like Gary. All right. I I end up with markers and a notepad and I'm making a list and I'm totally working. Um, I'm totally working. So for me, I kind of have to have a rule that if I'm going to go on vacation and read a couple of books, it has to be fiction so that I don't work. Uh, And so that's good for me. And this was but I don't necessarily have to have a super light book. I just want to have a book that I I just want to have a book that I really enjoy. Yes. Um, and so there's an author right now. And so far, I've not read a, one book of his that I haven't thoroughly enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's Charles Martin. Charles mm-hmm. Martin. Uh, now, he's been writing for for quite some time. So he's not a brand new author. He's got a lot of books. Uh, but his um, but his books are it's one of those his books are one of those things where you could have them. It's fiction, but you could have a mm-hmm. marker. Because you just yeah. want to be like, oh, my word, that was so good. Yeah. Or, yeah. oh, my word, that was so good. Um, mm-hmm. And I got hooked on a series uh, called, um, it's, it's the Murphy Shepherd novel. So it's a three-book series. And the first one is uh, The Waterkeeper. Um, and the second one is The Letter Keeper. And the third one is The Record Keeper. And they're not, I will tell you, they're not light reads. I will, yeah. let's just establish yeah. this. This is not yeah. a light romantic comedy, um, you know, set in a little village somewhere. They, these are harder. These are, are deeper reads. I'll put it that way. Um, but I just thoroughly enjoyed those books. And then from there, I dove into so many of his other books um, because I was so hooked with these three books. I'm like, okay, what else has this guy done? And yeah. I found that he has done so many other he's written so many Mm -hmm. other books so i mean i have just gobbled up um his books and a lot of people will at least be familiar with who he is because he had one of his books turned into a movie called the mountain between us but i have to tell you the book is better than the book is better than the the movie for sure okay yeah one of those when the book is so much better than the movie um but i just his writing is ingenious um He's just has a way of saying things and he's just really got a lot of really great. Mm, I mean, from, I mean, there's just so many wrapped in rain, unwritten, 
so I would just say if you're looking for like a new a new author um, yeah. to really dive into, I would recommend dive into Charles Martin uh, because you're going to find the reads are uh, clean. Um, they are, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. it's hard to find books sometimes right. today that are not filled with really inappropriate things that you're mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness, what am I, you know, I've got. So um, if you're looking for books that really have a lot of, uh, a lot of really clean, uh, re- easy to read, but mm-hmm. fantastic writer, Charles, Charles Martin is yeah. good. Um, yeah. And then I've got a book on my to read list for the summer. I haven't read it yet. Okay. So let me, cl- let me clarify with, I haven't read it yet. Okay. But it was recommended by somebody that I think, um, is a good source and it's called the, the bookshop on the corner. Okay. And, um, I've not read it yet, but, but this sounds really delightful and a lot lighter. So this is about a lady who is a librarian and I don't, again, I don't know the whole story, but what she does is she moves to this little village and she buys a van and transforms it into a rolling library, a little mm. bookmobile. And her passion in life is putting Pairing people with the perfect book. Oh, okay. And so she has all these people that she meets along the way and she gets involved in their lives. And while she's talking and meeting them, there's always that perfect book for them. And, mm-hmm. um, and somebody told me, Reba, as much as you love to read uh, and as much as you love some of the settings of a lot of these things, you're going to just love uh, this little this little book. Uh, and so I haven't read it yet, but it is on my to read this summer. Uh, yeah. but it's called the bookshop on the corner. So I'm excited yeah. about tr- maybe okay, I've written it try. down. Yeah. Oh, um, now I've only read, Oh, go ahead. Nope. Nope. Go ahead. I, I got one more on audible. I, I don't recommend many audible books. Oh, uh, okay. I'm not, a, right. I, I do, I do audible some, um, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell you, um, uh, a book that I am just on audible you just have to read it um on audible because it is so unbelievably good is all my knotted up life by beth moore Mm, her memoir Mm -hmm. um i am just gonna tell you don't i mean you can get the book and read it if you want to but get the audible book and read it because she actually reads it and it i i laughed i just laughed out loud um (laughs) i i I just found so much. That was the best ever audible book I've ever listened to. Fantastic. A great, great listen or read, but it's called All My Knotted Up Life by Beth Moore. It is her memoir and it is definitely worth the read. And I have heard that before that an audible book when read by the author is so much better Mm. than just, you know, I've heard that. um, I think our friend Joy Reyes was telling me about not only Beth Moore's uh, memoir, but also Viola Davis's is also okay. read by Viola Davis. If you can imagine the actress, if you can imagine, of course, anything Viola Davis does is just amazing because of her, her voice and her acting skills. But she wrote her, she read her own memoir and, and Joy, and I'm not a good, I don't like listening to people read to me, no. but I'm sure it would be different if it is the author, you know? Yes. Um, so I, that, I definitely actually have that on my list. Uh, two more books for me is one is, uh, and this is super light. When I picked it up, I, it was almost too light for me. Cause I do like oh. a little bit of a meteor, um, right. 
I, I do like some intrigue, but there's really very little intrigue in this book, but it's very relaxing. And um, it's Debbie, it's Debbie McComer. And I, I'm reading her Rose Harbor novel, her Rose Harbor series. And it's just about this lady, um, a widowed lady who uh, opens up an inn um, on, on the water. And she just really just a cast of characters that have come into her life as far as okay. uh, just guests. Uh, and there's, there's a little bit of romance and there's a little bit of, um, uh, there's a little bit of uh, just a little bit of drama, but it's kind of really, and then it, you know, and then you okay. go into she's cooking breakfast, you know what I'm saying? And so it's just one of those things that's light. It's uh-huh. like, it's, it's very clean. Um, and so she, and she has a whole bunch of, um, of the Rose Harbor uh, series and so that is definitely grab it and you can lay on the beach and read it and like mm. I said close it at the end be done um and you don't have to you know you, there's nothing to improve in your life you know as <laughs> as you walk away from that book um it even when the even when that even when one of the characters is a jogger it doesn't even make me want to jog I'm like sure you go ahead I'll just yeah. sit in the hammock and and, yeah. and still be relaxed it's it's that type of book it's very relaxing to read um and then uh my last book is a, a little bit of a personal growth book but I really like it and I'm gonna dive into it a second time while I'm on vacation um because I've said I've said before that instead of starting my new year, in January, I've started, I've started starting my new year with my resolutions, um, after vacation is over. Cause I feel like that's the time that I've really taken the time to. And mm-hmm. so it's, um, so I've read it before, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to read it again. Re- Leaders eat last is a yep. really good book. Um, yep. and it just really just uh, some good reminders of how, you know, how to work within teams, how to work, um, as a leader. And so those, that's one of the books that I, I'm going to pick up again throughout the summertime, um, yep. as I'm, as I'm getting into, you know, getting, and I have to, and, and I don't like taking my iPad out to the, because you can't read from an iPad. And right. so you definitely need paperbacks. Um, and so that's, that's one of the things that I'm like, here we go, the paperbacks and they get all sandy. And uh, they get all oily, you know, and, and wet, you know, cause I'm sitting there with it on my, on my tummy. Um, yeah. and it's all, it's all wet. So some of my books have just gotten, um, just gotten trashed at the beach, but and I'm looking forward to these, to these beach reads. I can't read to read. Um, can't wait to read your, uh, suggestions, Reba. Oh yeah. So just some really good ones. And, uh, but reading is good for you. Okay. Um, uh, I know we talk about, we're talking about being rooted deep, uh, you know, things that kind of anchor us in this podcast. And even though we talk about a lot of light beach reads and things like that, but reading is really good for you. And, uh, even if you, if you don't, you know, if you can do audible, uh, or whether you can do the actual book in hand, I'm a book in hand kind of person, yeah. 99% of the time, but, um, whatever works for you, I would just say, you know, expand your world, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you ought to have. I, I really believe this. I, I just do. I think everybody ought to have ten books mm-hmm. on a list that they set out to read every year. I'm going to read these yeah. ten books this year, and the next year I'm going to read ten more. And um, if you know, if you didn't do anything but that, you've just expanded your horizons a little bit. You've learned some things you didn't know before. Maybe you've laughed a little bit. Um, you've discovered the beauty of a story and mm-hmm. somebody else's you know ability to tell a story. Yeah. And I think it's really good for us um, to kind of get into that and to pull into that, not things that stress us, but things that lighten us and things that right. encourage us and things that lift us up. And a great story will do that in a way that not a whole lot else can do. Exactly. Um, but, you know, 
definitely stay in the word as well. Mm, um, you know, as much yeah. as we're talking about reading a great book or grab, mm-hmm. grabbing a great fiction, um, don't forget to pick your Bible up this summer. Right. Um, this yeah. is not an exchange program where you lay your Bible down and you pick up something else and you pick your Bible back up after the summer's over with and you've read yeah. all your other stuff. Um, yeah. This is a, this is a this is a both. All right. So yeah. um, make sure uh, that you're doing that as well, because one is going to anchor your life. And the other one is going to lift your spirits, you know, and, exactly. and so there's times, man, you know, you need them both. So, well, listen, uh, we hope you have a great week. I don't know what you're planning on doing this week, but we hope you have a great week. Uh, school is out for a lot of you and you are planning vacations and doing your thing. So we hope you have a, a great week at whatever is before you. Spend some time with your kids this week. If you've got them, love on them. Tell your husband you love them if you've got one of those, you know. Um, but, uh, do some things that are important. Just do yeah. some things that are valuable this summer. Don't forget yeah. the little things because they do make a difference. So, yeah. And like we said last week, get outside and take your books outside, take your kids yeah. outside, take your husband's outside, but then also let them back in the house. Um, well, at the end in. of the day, right. That's, definitely, yeah. You should definitely, <laughs> definitely let them back in. All right. Well, until next time, stay rooted deep. Thank you for listening to rooted deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.